Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I've got a couple of my favorite people here with me, my bride. Hello everyone. And that's Sharon McCarter, by the way. Uh, I'm the only one who calls her my bride. That's good. And uh, and that other voice you hear is David Hawkins. Hey, David. Hey, guys. Um, so, hey, it's Holy Week, and Easter is just a couple of days away. Mm-hmm. So, just, I don't know, Sharon, encourage us. Easter's coming up. Yeah. What should we do? We're, we should come to church uh-huh. on Easter Sunday. We've got four services, so we encourage you all to come, invite your friends and neighbors. Okay, and and who wants to take a shot at uh, the service times, David? You I think totally you got it? can. All right, you you thought I was taking notes earlier. I was going to our website to reference our service times. <laughs> <laughs> so smart, just in case let's put on Cheating. the spot. So eight a.m., nine fifteen a.m., ten thirty a.m., and eleven forty-five a.m. Yeah, and then ten thirty will be live stream as well. Okay, eight, nine, fifteen, ten thirty, eleven forty-five. It starts mm-hmm. at eight a.m. and every seventy-five minutes for. Ever. Mm-hmm. Pretty um, much. That's happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Invite your friends. It's yeah. never easier to invite a friend to church than during Holy Week. So um, be bold. Be bold. Indeed. But uh, all right. So there's that. Easter's not the subject, though. The subject actually is, um, well, it's born out of a recent all staff meeting when we were, uh, we heard from Sharon and Sharon encouraged us. And it was, I think, really good for our staff, and I came away from that thinking, I want more people to have access to the words that Sharon just said. So, uh, Sharon was nice enough to maybe bring some of the same ideas that she shared with us uh, at All Staff uh, here to the podcast. So, Sharon, then, is our illustrious guest today. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We we meet at All Staff about once a month and it can be anything from you know just leadership tips to what's going on in our hearts to you know encouragement to practical tips all the things and um i just felt really led to share what was going on in my heart um because i feel like maybe it wasn't just for me but um for our staff and for our church um it's been a really cool way that god's preparing me for easter and getting me really excited about just all the things that we are doing. And really, um, God's just like sort of given me a, a newfound like infusion of hope that I guess I haven't had for a while. Um, what's interesting is that if you had asked me like, Sharon, how are you doing? I wouldn't have said like, oh, I'm losing hope. Like I wouldn't have felt that or thought mm-hmm. that. But then when I found hope and I was gaining all this hope, I realized like I have been sort of operating with like not a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, and hope in like what God's doing, hope in salvation for all people. Just, um, I had like long-term hope, you know, like I knew God was doing it one day. I know we win in the end, you know, but I wasn't so sure I had like short-term hope. Day to day. Day to day. Like what he's doing sprung a leak at some point and didn't even know it. Yeah. And I think for me, it all started with the Asbury revival. To be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. I felt really connected to it. Don't know why, never went. Um, but I just <laughs> felt really connected to the Asbury revival, um, we had friends who were there, friends who were on campus, you know, so I got some inside scoop. I was just watching it, um, watching these students, like, just pour their hearts out to Jesus and receive his love and in such a tangible way. Um, and I just, I just felt like God was so near. Like, he was mm. so near. Like, heaven was literally touching earth, um, and it was happening in real time. And again, it's like I didn't realize maybe how distant God had felt until all of a sudden mm. he seemed so close. 
And uh, I shared it, you know, one of the communion things that I did here, but it was right around that time where James 4, 8 just coming, kept coming to mind, like draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And I just could not get away from those words. And it made me just want to keep drawing near to God. And the more mm. I did, the more I felt God's presence. Mm. Um, and it's just been, it's been really encouraging. So out of that Asbury Revival, this is just one of a whole bunch of examples, little stories I've heard to where um, it wasn't just limited to that space. You yeah. know, where like, I've, I've heard the term spot fires a couple of times where right. just in individuals or in groups, but literally all around the world. And maybe it's been a specific work that God was doing, or maybe it's more like what you were saying where uh, you kind of have the, the hope to hope again, mm-hmm. you know, like a reason to, to lean in. It's been a tough, weird, rough few years as we've talked about a lot mm-hmm. and then to see God do something remarkable yeah even if it's not in your own backyard um, can change your perspective a bit yeah I kept talking about like I would be like Aaron I think like revival is going on in my heart like mm-hmm. I think I'm like it's just happening in me too like it's not it's I guess it's happening in Asbury it's spreading from campus to campus and I felt like it's like happening in me I feel like um, revival was happening in my minivan <laughs> I just kept wanting to like get in my van and like worship and one day I just made up a reason we had to go to Costco just so I could put the kids in the van yeah and we you were taking worship. a lot of long drives oh I man remember. it was the best I was like God Guys. I thought and, I'd done something wrong. <laughs> we needed space. Uh, no, we just needed to get with Jesus. And I knew like I had like a captured audience, you know, like you get your kids alone in the car and we're blasting worship music. And I'm talking to them about all the things I've learned about revivals and how this could be happening. Um, and I think that's what was going on is that, you know, the whole Uprising series has been so good, you know, and learning about how God um, sort of, you know, comes in waves and how, you know, Christianity comes in waves and how Christendom comes after that and and how, you know, society flourishes after that, but how we're on a downward trend and, you know, Christendom is dying. <laughs> and, and and so it's just been, um, it's just been hard. I've seen that reality. It's been hard. I guess I've lived that reality, mm-hmm. you know, like Christendom has been dying in our lifetime and mm-hmm. that's been really hard. And, um, but then I realized, like, we're, we're talking about those waves and I was talking to the kids. And I'm like, you know what, like the last huge wave was the Jesus movement. And mm-hmm. that was 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And all the revivals in America, especially have happened like every 30 to 50 years. Yep. And There's so, a cycle to it. Yeah. It's like bubbling. Like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, like this could be now God's, God's doing something. And like, I think I was bracing myself for this wave to last a really long time going down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure. maybe it's not that long. Like, it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Like maybe the uprising mm-hmm. is going to happen um, and it's not sooner. Just, it's not just irrational optimism to to have like hope that um something beautiful and lasting and sustaining could be you know starting now like that's not that's not just wishful thinking there are rational reasons Mm -hmm. um to to you can sort of plug in and go wait no i have every reason to expect something remarkable to happen now and in our lifetime in our lifetime yeah Mm -hmm. i guess i didn't hadn't really thought about it uh before and i just think like um we took our kids to see the jesus movement move me uh, the jesus revolution Mm -hmm. Is, is that, that what it's it? called? Yeah, I think so. That, yeah. We, the movie, and I, I got me thinking. I'm like, there is no way that this is like coincidence mm-hmm. that like the revival was happening, and then the Jesus Revolution came out. It was like God was like reminding everyone, like this is what I did. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Um, I read Kelsey Grammer's um, sort of testimony about how this movie even came to be. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he even said he said he was having some like sort of prayer night in the you know one night or mo- morning I guess three or four a.m. and he was like saying like I want to do something bigger with my life I want to do something mm-hmm. bigger than me and he says that he was sort of praying and the next morning he said that script was like at his doorstep like literally mm-hmm. like he opens the front door yeah. the script is in front of him and he knew this is what God wanted him to do yeah not a coincidence yeah. Not a coincidence. And people have been flocking to the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm even encouraged by that. You yeah. know, like... Um, it, it looks a lot like Chuck Smith, too. Yeah, that's, sure. That was good guess. I'm not encouraged by that. No, <laughs> whatever encourages you. This is good. <laughs> no, but like it, like four times the revenue came in in like the first two weeks. Like, they were expecting mm-hmm. seven million. It was 30 million. And again, I guess I'm just really encouraged. Like, people are hungry. Yeah, um, that's true. And it's building up like my hope again. It's building up my faith, my expect like my expectation, like that mm-hmm. God is moving mm-hmm. and that we can see it like sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's yeah, it's been really, really good. Mm. We, we actually had a youth night, oh, yeah. a youth worship night, and it was all like right around this time as I'm processing mm. all this stuff. And, and then I'm like, okay, we're scheduled. It was on the schedule. We're supposed to have this youth worship night. And, um, but usually we um, worship and then we go into our small groups and do teaching and stuff. And it was just all this is bubbling in me. And I, I was starting to tell our leaders like, hey, like, I don't know. I just, God's doing something. He's doing something in Gen Z. Our kids are Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, we're going to prepare all the talks, but we'll just see. You know, let, let's sure. just see. Like, I had expectation again. Mm-hmm. And and I remember we, we get to worship and the students lead worship. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it is like, it's beautiful, but it's just songs, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we're getting into it. And I'm looking around and it's like, okay, we're just singing some songs. We're going to go. We're going to go do our lesson. Yeah, everything then, was fine, but yeah. it was just another night. I, I, yeah, I was like, Lord, I do not want to force it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling all this stuff, but it doesn't mean you're doing anything <laughs> right now. Or, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm not going to force anything. And then all of a sudden, like, song one comes, songs two comes, nothing, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, we sing song three, don't remember what it was or anything. And I turned around, and, like, every student has, like, tears coming down their cheeks. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, emotionalism. They weren't, um, like, crying because your friend was crying. Like, they weren't looking to their neighbors at all. Mm-hmm. They were all looking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. They're, and, like, there was just tears coming down, like, student <laughs> after student. And, and then they were saying afterwards, like, we just felt the love of the Lord. Yeah, there it we is. We just felt God's love. We just, like, felt so, like, overwhelmed by His presence. And it was all the things they were saying in Asbury, mm-hmm. right? They're like, we just felt the love of God so strong. And like we did nothing. So anyways, we ended up staying and worshiping Um, like no one wanted to move. We we um, we got to sing over the students. I mean, it was such a powerful time of youth. You guys. Yeah, we just stayed. We just sat. We just sat and worshiped, and um, and it was, and 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 again, I I built their expectation a little bit. Expectancy Mm -hmm. is a big deal, right? And so we started the night with I showed them pictures, like, hey, this is the Asbury revival. This Mm -hmm. is what's happening. It's been spreading to Lee. It's been spreading to other college campuses. Mm -hmm. I was like, you guys are Gen Z. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I am praying over Gen Z that you guys are known to be Gen Zeal, like that you are zealous for God. And um, anyways, I just think that built their expectation that yeah. they got an awareness of what's going on. Um, and that night they're all texting each other, you know, like mm-hmm. revival's happening. And um, I just think it's it's, start, it's it's going on in the hearts of more people mm-hmm. than you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you guys do worship once a month. Is that right? Yes. 
Yeah, so that would have been a month ago, I guess, because uh, for the last couple of days I've been hearing from students, both my kids and then others, yep. saying, "Hey, this Wednesday's this Wednesday's a worship night," and they're they're excited. They're, they're excited. The, the expectations already there. Actually, what happened was we were going to do it last week because that would have been our schedule. Um, it's usually the last Wednesday of the month, but mm-hmm. we pushed it back a week because we were finishing a series, mm-hmm. and boy, were they upset. <laughs> they were like, what? So good. It's worship night. I didn't even know they understood our rhythm, you uh-huh. know? And they were like looking at the calendar, yeah. realizing it was worship night, bummed it wasn't. Wow. You know, it was, that's, that's powerful. That's not nothing, man. I know. That's a big deal. I know. Yeah. So we're pretty pumped. I mean, we're recording this podcast today. It is tonight. Uh-huh. And again, yeah. I'm just really expectant yeah. to see what God's going to do. For good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe now we can take just a second and pause, like if you're driving down the road or whatever you're doing at the moment to maybe consider, I mean, Sharon's going to say other things, but maybe we could just pause there and go, man, Sharon was talking about uh, at some point along the way, her kind of hopefulness had sprung a leak and she wasn't, she wasn't desolate. She wasn't inconsolable. Like she had no, Mm -hmm. she didn't even know it. She didn't know it. And if you said, Hey, are you generally hopeful? You probably would have said yes, but then um, you weren't evaluating that necessarily. So maybe mm-hmm. now would be a good time to consider, hey, have you held on to your sense of expectation that the kingdom of God is coming, that Aslan is on the move, <laughs> that there's no limit to what God can do when we gather, when um, when we seek him? And it'd just be worth considering. Maybe the Lord would want to speak to you even, even now. I yeah. know it sounds silly to think, that God might move it where you're at in a particular moment while you're listening to a podcast. Maybe that sounds silly, but I've got a stack of stories, personal and of others, where people listening to podcasts at different times mm-hmm. and experience the power of the kingdom and just the Holy Spirit speaking to them and challenging them. And maybe the maybe the Lord would just challenge you right now, like, hey, hey, yeah. Easter's coming. Maybe you should have a sense of expectation. Maybe you should have hope for your friends and neighbors who don't know Jesus. Maybe you should have hope for an emerging generation. Um, maybe it is entirely reasonable to expect another uprising. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, it's this, you know, Holy Spirit come. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit come in your car, in your minivan, in your office. Mm-hmm. You know, Holy Spirit come. Yeah. So, um, I'll tell you what, just a... a a couple of things, Sharon, uh, when she, when she shared some of the th- these things with our group, uh, with our staff, um, she threw us a, a, a list of questions, which I gave her a hard time about because they were like so all include, like it would take uh, like months to really work through these questions. <laughs> I gave you like twenty minutes. <laughs> we had twenty minutes, <laughs> so that's twenty that's, minutes before lunch. So. <laughs> I know, <which> is, <laughs> does that even count? Uh, and so I've thought, man, I need to go and spend more more time with these. But I, I kind of want to read some of these questions, and then maybe sometimes, um, maybe sometime uh, either now or, or, or moving forward, you could sort of earmark this and um, and ask yourself some of the same same questions. So um, one was, what what fears, disappointments, or circumstances um, are having or have had negative impact on your ability to trust God today and hope for the future? So maybe maybe take a minute and go. We've been asking, have I sprung a leak in my hopefulness? Like, well, maybe I could even trace the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know, like you traced some of it back to, okay, well, I've ex- I'm sort of been grieving the collapse of Christendom for years, even though we sure. weren't using that language until recently. But sure. um, that's been a reality. Maybe you can, maybe you can identify something. Maybe it's somebody you really love and care about who's shifted their focus away from the Lord, or you know, it could be 
all, all, all sorts of things. Um, and this one was really significant. Uh, remember all the times that God has spoken to you and write some of them down. <laughs> and uh, remembering all the times is uh, a, a big task, but maybe maybe you could remember a time or two where you just thought, whether it was God speaking to you or you were just profoundly aware of God's presence, uh, can you remember an encounter with the Lord or hearing from the Lord where in that moment you were bursting with hope and anticipation? Um, and and maybe the Lord would want to bring you back to a, a moment a, a bit more, a bit more like that. Um, remember the times when God seemed so near. Um, it's it's good to stop and remember those 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 times. Um, and when do you find yourself losing faith and hope? How can you best combat the attack? I wonder what you'd say, Sharon, about that. Like, how do you push back? Push back. I mean, remembering is a huge part of it, and maybe that's maybe that is the answer. How do you push back against the feeling of you know what? I my hope is waning; it's dwindling, and I don't I don't feel as as expectant as I once did. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why I led. I, I called it like a spiritual practice of remembrance, mm-hmm. because I just think like you know we we all know that you know that how the Israelites were, you know how mm-hmm. they were like you know, that God performed so many incredible miracles. He was so faithful, but then it, you know, they would always then experience hardship or dry times and then be like, you know, did God just lead us into the desert to die? Are we going to just thirst to death now? Or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and it's just, I don't want to be like that, but Mm -hmm. our hearts are like that. We just forget, we forget, um, God's faithfulness, his goodness. Um, and so for me, um, God has the last few weeks led me down that path of asking myself those same questions. And every time I'm just overcome with his goodness and faithfulness. And it's like, if we can remember all that he's done, it gives us hope that he's going to do all of that again. Mm -hmm. Um, he is the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm Um, and so it's, that's alone has been encouraging me. Like our testimony should build our faith even mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah. Yeah. One of the questions was what, what was the time that, you know, or can you remember ways in which God moving in your life exceeded your expectations where it was more than you imagined? And I was really encouraged by that. David, you and I were discussing, mm-hmm. uh, that as well, where like I had to go, you know what, that's not, it's not like one or two things. Like in so many areas of my life, God has done and there's been, look, there's a, got a long list of difficult things, but in so many areas of my life, God has done more than I expected, more yep. than I imagined, more than I'd hoped. Um, there is reason to expect God to do great things. Yeah. 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 What a picture came to mind, just as we're talking about this again, it's almost this practice of, um, of, of like stepping back, you know, like when, uh, uh, like when uh, a, like a graph that shows the ups and downs of like a market, mm-hmm. and it's and if you're zoomed in on um, just one little portion of your life or just the Ooh. situation you're in, you're like, oh well, I'm clearly it's downhill. This is terrible, or it's plateaued. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not I'm not making any progress. But then if you like zoom out to yeah. your whole life, and you start to see what God has done, at least that, that uh, yeah, For that sure. kind of landed with me or yeah. reminding myself in these practices of like oh yeah, God's doing be, stuff let's not be a prisoner of the moment yeah like uh-huh. yeah, he's a yeah. Great big it's so true big picture it's like I'm completely in awe mm-hmm. of the Lord and a lot of the memories I mean even just like we're in you know we're moving right mm-hmm. and we're walking mm-hmm. into this building and uh, it's always scary this is a huge 
um, a leap of faith always sure. to raise this kind of money to to go from a building that's paid off to a building that's not paid off <laughs> sure. to make all these decisions. Yeah. We're always wondering if we have enough money. Is it big enough? Is it this? Is it that? And right. and I mean, God just stopped me in my tracks and said, "This mm-hmm. is like the fifth building we've done this in. Mm-hmm. Every building you thought was too small. Every building mm-hmm. you couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. Every building." <laughs> Um, and yet I've led you and I've been faithful every time. And I'm like, I just, I, there's a part of me that's just tired of not trusting in him. (laughs) I'm tired of worrying about it. I'm tired of, you know, all the what ifs. It's like, when are you going to learn that God is just faithful? Like we know God led us to this building. We know God is moving. We already know that God's raised so much money and nothing we could do on our own. It's mm-hmm. by his power, by his spirit, by his might. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't want to feel like I have to carry this stuff anymore. He's like, I've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of maturing in our faith is like just figuring that out, yeah. not, uh-huh. not going into the next trial as if I've never, I've never experienced him being faithful in the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Such a good feeling. I had a friend text me not too long ago, a good friend who just loves me. And he said, hey, building project, a lot of money, big, a lot going on. How you doing? How you holding up? You know, it was sort of this like he yeah. was assuming it was a really rough spot, sure. which is a fair assumption. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I replied. I said, "Man, I, after all these years, I think I'm finally starting to just trust him." Yeah, like, it's like okay, I'm, we're getting it. Okay, like I think I've finally got the message. No, yeah. he's really he's going to take care of us. Yeah, I mean, I have days that I don't, and that's why of I have course. to do this. Me too. Sure. I'm like, wait, stop, sit you know, mm-hmm. think about it. Okay. You know, cause it's so natural to mm-hmm. like worry or, you know, all the what ifs and stuff like that. But then like, w- this is why it's so important just to spend time in prayer. Yeah. Spend, cause mm-hmm. you can just keep going and keep yourself busy and carry all this anxiety and not realize it. And then you sit down with Jesus one time and unload mm-hmm. and he fills you up and then he fills you with hope and mm-hmm. goodness and expectation. And it changes everything. It changes your outlook. Yeah. Talk about pulling the camera sure. back. It changes uh-huh. Everything. Um, uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago now, I had texted a friend, Galatians 6 9. Um, and it's, it's something I've, you know, thought about a lot. I, I think I kind of encourage other people. It encourages me a lot, but it hit me differently. You know, like the word always hits you differently in mm-hmm. different days. Um, but Galatians 6 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not get, give up. Mm-hmm. And I texted this person and I, I realized I believed every word of it for that mm-hmm. person. And I think Ooh. God was like, do you believe this for you? And what I realized was I, I sort of have the grit to like um, not give up. I have mm-hmm. the grit to left foot, right foot. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to not grow weary in doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it. We're in ministry. We're lifers. Weary or not. Yeah. Yes. Weary or not, we're going to do this. Um, I also believed that we would reap a harvest I just didn't believe it was like around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the Lord is like, this can happen like now. Mm-hmm. Like you can reap a harvest, not like your grandkids will reap a harvest. Like you could mm-hmm. see this in your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and if all of this has sort of come together where I'm like more expectant that we're going to see this incredible move of God. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, we live in a, a time and a place. Again, it's been 50 years and our country is hungry. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast by Chris Hodges. Um, he's a, a mega church pastor. And he was saying, yes, he's like, we need revival. He said, I believe absolutely the first drops of revival are falling. Mm. And he said, we want it. We need it. You know, because a lot of people are just being weird about it, too. Or, yeah. you cynical. Know, oh, cynical. I cannot even handle it, right? <laughs> and so why are... <laughs> yeah, we're getting stuck up on, like, 
semantics it feels to me like oh well technically not a revival it's a history. okay you yeah it's a renewal, it a renewal? it's an outpouring okay. it's a yes. fine you, you understand that this is a thing yes. it's a good thing this, this is isn't just like you're work. like it's a thing yeah yes. and he and he was like so good about it he's like yeah we want the thing yeah we want this he's like we're in a a moment in our country that we can't just like preach better or have better graphics or bigger buildings mm-hmm. he's like we need revival. He's like, there's been yes. so much abandonment of the things of God. Mm-hmm. We need revival. Yeah. And I think that's what I've been feeling like, God, we are pulling, we are pulling, we are pushing, we are trying. Mm-hmm. And I think I had so much hope of like, God can just pour out his yeah. spirit and his love. And I'm like, that's what I'm praying for. That's what I'm hoping for. Like, we're going to left foot, right foot this thing, but Lord, will you come and will you move? And, um, in this place and in this time, um, I, we went to uh, North Carolina a couple weeks ago. We went to the Gate City Vineyard. Shout out to the Gate City Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was this incredible, like, I just, worship started, and it was like, we were immediately, like, transported into the throne room of God. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately. It was fun. Uh, it was so fun. Yeah. Everyone in that place was shouting, like, holy, 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 and getting after it. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, it is, it, because they came and they were expectant. Yeah. And I found myself, I want that for our church. Mm-hmm. I want us to come. I want us to expect to meet with God. Mm-hmm. Um, for the person who didn't expect to meet with God to the left, I want to, like, help, like, escort them into the presence of yeah, God. Like, um, and so that's what I pray over our church, that... Um, yeah, expectation that hope would rise, expectation would rise, faith would rise. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what people are um, going to um, sort of want, like see see us and mm-hmm. want that and want more of God and want what's real. Um, yeah, because this world, like everything the world is offering is not satisfying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, I just think people are needing Jesus. Yeah, expectation is contagious, man. If yeah. if you're around hopeful people, yeah, you get you start to feel it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I just want to encourage you guys this week. Like it's Holy Week, um, you know. I'm I'm doing a Holy Week Bible reading. We're you know all the things, but also just taking taking that time of maybe doing a spiritual practice of remembrance. Like just make mm-hmm. it really personal. You know mm-hmm. what. You know, when has God spoken to you? When has he shown up for you? When has he been faithful to you? Mm. Um, And let that kind of ruminate and build your hope and build your faith. Um, Just that that reminder that he is pursuing all people. He's pursuing everyone, your friends, everyone, your neighbors. And we get to just be a part of that and join him in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So just be encouraged. I think um, people are more open spiritually than they have been in decades. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's what the Barna report is saying. Mm -hmm. And I was jokingly saying like, I only listen to the Barna report or quote it when I think it's positive (laughs) and encouraging. (laughs) So there's a good one that came out. So I'm going with it. Um, Uh So like, that's good. And that's encouraging. Mm -hmm. I can invite your neighbors. Yeah. I've been challenged recently along similar lines to where without even realizing it, uh, I mean, the pandemic just blew everything to bits and everything was different. And and um, my version of hope, of faith, was we can get back to where it was before. Mm-hmm. To me, that felt like great expectation. <laughs> and um, and then now we, we are, and I think beyond in a number of categories, uh, as far at least as far as the metrics that we have at our church. And... Um, and, and then it's, it's like, it just sort of dawned on me. It's like, it's not like things were just absolutely, I mean, things were going really well right before the pandemic hit, but it's not like we had reached any of our ultimate goals. It's not like Mm -hmm. all of Blount County knew Jesus. Right. (laughs) It wasn't, Mm -hmm. that was not the finish line ever. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
to realize, oh, I sort of tamped down my long view, full scale expectations around the pandemic and go instead of really having faith to expect maybe God wants to use some of the dynamics and cultural realities that emerge from the pandemic to do something even greater than than we had ever imagined in the first place. Yeah. And so now, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to dream big. I'm not, I'm not going to say it, y'all. It would sound weird, but I'm starting to dream big. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that feels good. It yeah, it feels does. good. Um, yeah, so I want to pray over all of you, Romans 15, 13. Mm. Um, and it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I pray that over all of you this Amen. week. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, I hope you're encouraged. If there's stuff that, uh, if, you, if you've caught yourself going, you know, maybe I've started to manage my expectations. Maybe I've lost hope a little bit. Uh, be challenged. Invite the, the spirit of hope and the God of hope to minister you in the coming days. Um, in as we move into Easter and beyond, and let's expect great things. Yeah, let's celebrate. We have so much to celebrate. Yeah, like we don't have to make stuff up. They're real, real things. Yeah, amen. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. God bless you. Yeah. See you Sunday.